0: you're listening to everybody eats where we sit down with the best and brightest hustlers entrepreneurs go-getters and professionals
1: join us as we create the ultimate network and change the business narrative from the ground up all right let's Let's do do it.
0: it what's up everyone what's up welcome back to another installment of meal of the week with Bensky, Belazare. What's up, guys? It's Eatem. Them. Eatem them, X P. Let's do it. All right. So, last time we covered a couple things. Last time we covered uh, insurrection. It was the four, the four Wednesdays of January. So we covered insurrection, inauguration, impeachment, and market inflation. So this week we have a couple things for you guys. Um, but before we start, make sure you're following us on all platforms. Instagram, everybodyeats.pod. Twitter, EBE pod, and make sure you're following us on YouTube, Um, Everybody Eats Show, right on YouTube. All right. So, for the first topic of this week, it is Jeff Bezos, former CEO of Amazon, is stepping down, right? So, uh, I believe it was a week ago today, uh, he made the announcement that he'll be stepping down as CEO um, to uh, take as, uh, sorry, take up as an executive chair position, right? Um, instead of, um, instead of being the CEO, he will, uh, serve as the executive chair, which he still does have a lot of power. Um, as executive chair, he still does have a lot of say. Um, yeah, but it's definitely less stress. Um, and the CEO will... Andy Jassy, my fault. That's who he is. So uh, the new CEO of Amazon will be Andy Jassy. Uh, He's a 24 year Amazon veteran. So he's been working for the company for 24 years um, and he will be the new CEO, but that doesn't take into effect until the third quarter of this year. So uh, third quarter three starts June, July. Um, So up until then, um, Bezos will still be uh ceo of amazon so this is a pretty interesting move um because now uh jeff bezos will have more time and will be more focused on his space company blue origin right so you know what's your takes on that
1: so i mean we know how elon is with uh spacex so this is kind of like if you want to compete i feel like space is definitely the next big thing Um, 3D printing is going to take off this year, I feel, or in the next 10 years. Um, you know, if you're making, if, if you need things to get back into space, it's much easier to have it 3D printed rather than go mine forward or just, you know, go through the long, um, all that red tape or whatever of of, of um, getting the materials to you. So um, on top of that, um, it just goes to show. We're kind of just coming back up there. Didn't you? I heard some people are talking about like space force or something like that. I don't, I don't, not too, I don't know if that's like Elon's thing, but I'm not too sure about it, but, um, it just definitely goes to show that we're headed back up there. And in the next 10, 15 years, who knows, like we already have electric vehicles. So, um, you know, sky's the limit.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, um so a few things with that one for people who don't know what blue origin is it is jeff bezos space company so he actually started this back in 2000 so it's been around for a while um it's just taking a little bit more news now because space travel is more recent and it's becoming more popular but he started the company yeah yeah he started the company back in 2000 um based on this article I read earlier, um, apparently he would spend his Wednesdays uh, working on Space Origin. So all this time while he was running uh, Amazon, apparently he would spend his Wednesdays uh, working on Blue Origin. Um, And interestingly enough, he has pumped uh he would invest about a billion dollars a year into space origin so that's a lot of money that he's been um working on this is one that's a lot of time he's been working on it and that's a lot of money he's been putting into it um and to go off of space force so space force is actually um i believe it's a subset of the air force so it's part of the u.s government um and what's interesting about that is that space force so it is a government entity and um, they've been working with private companies to uh, get research and development about space travel, right? So um, what I saw this week, which is pretty interestingly enough, uh, Space Force slash Air Force, they had government contracts with uh, SpaceX. So that's uh, Elon Musk's space company. Um, Blue Origin, which is uh, Jeff Bezos, and two other companies, ULA, which is United Launch Alliance, and also another company, Northrop Grumman. Um, So those apparently are about the big four space companies that the government had contracts with. So the government would literally pay these companies um, to help them with research and development. And in exchange, uh, the government would get that, you know, research and data, um, and also, you know, apply to NASA and all that good stuff. So, um, and those contracts are pretty huge. Blue Origin received about $500 million. Northrop Grumman received $972 million. ULA received $967 million within those contracts. Um, That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money for research and development. It is. so. um, And something that's uh, another interesting topic is at the end of 2020, so last December, uh, Space Force actually ended its contract with Blue Origin and Northrop Grumman. So they had contracts for about the past four years, um, and at the end of 2020, the uh, Air Force slash Space Force ended those agreements. But then in summer 2020, Space Force renewed agreements with SpaceX and ULA. Right. So that's interesting. So you can see some of that competition that's happening. Yeah. I think I think that may be one of the reasons why Jeff Bezos maybe um you know he putting more down. time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he stepped down, and another reason why you know uh he's going into. Blue Origin because they lost that government contract um, for research and development, and SpaceX gained that. So you know who knows that may be some friendly competition or not so friendly competition that's going on there. But you know the government is doing whatever they can to get their um, you know research and development and get more information on that. So um, who knows? You know, like you said, literally you know, you know sky's the limit you know no pun intended you know going for the moon literally so you know jeff bezos he's not someone new to the space travel like i said you know he's been doing this for 20 years so now he has more time to focus on that we'll see how amazon is impacted by that but i'm definitely more interested um in blue origin and um another thing that's pretty interesting though well all these companies all those four companies mentioned they are private so you can't you cannot um you're to call it, invest in them directly. Um, but I got to do my research. I did see, I believe ULA that company, um, it is, uh, there are some public traded companies that do fund ULA. Um, so if you do your research, you may be able to, you know, you know, invest somewhere. No, yeah. You know, yeah, you know put, put your money to those companies that invest, um, in ULA. So, um, Space travel, man. That's that's definitely that's definitely what's going to be coming up next. So that's definitely going to be uh, interesting. Soon. Any last points?
1: Nope.
0: Ah. Uh, so, um. So speaking of SpaceX and Elon Musk, uh, another thing that happened this week: Tesla, right? Tesla just purchased one point five billion dollars. B with a billion with a B, right? One point five billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. This this happened yesterday, right? So uh, as of today's recording, this happened yesterday on February eighth. Um, at least that's when they announced it that they purchased one point five billion dollars worth of Bitcoin, and also they'll soon be accepting it as a form of payment. So that is a huge move for not only you know Bitcoin, Tesla, but crypto in general. All three of those people are going to be eating off of that move.
1: And uh, and they just released today that they're working on a. Um a vehicle worth $25,000. So even more attainable price and especially after just backing crypto like that, you know, Mm -hmm. people are saying crypto has got to hit a hundred K. So can you imagine if you put in, um, however much you need for, to get $25,000 return by the end of this year, you know, so many tests are probably going to get bought, but you know, that's speculation, but
0: For sure. And, you know, because of that move, one Tesla, uh, not Tesla, Bitcoin jumped over by like 10, 50, almost 11 a.m. yesterday. Bitcoin was at $44,000. At 46 now. Now it's at 46,000. That is a lot. So that means that one Tesla will be i mean you could buy a test with one bitcoin and then by the time you know they actually accept payment who knows how many tests you could purchase with one bitcoin people have been sleeping on bitcoin since it was like 200 300 even myself you know what i'm saying but like graduated
1: people, high school it was at 300
0: three something right and now look at that at 44 thousand and people are still saying that it's undervalued that it's still undervalued um and you know I've, I've seen articles and posts and things like oh it's not backed by anything it's all speculation this that and the third but if you honestly honestly think about it like all currency like even the u.s dollar it's not backed by anything the u.s dollar used to be backed by gold by the gold standard um but i believe it was like 1960s 1970s The u.s dollar is no longer backed by gold right now we, the consumers, are the ones who give value to, to the US, US dollar. dollar. We are the ones who say, you know, like, that's why the Fed can print as much money as they want. But when they do that, it devalues the, you know, hum, the, the value of the dollar, right? It's not backed by anything. So when they say like, oh, Bitcoin or crypto isn't backed by anything, it really doesn't make that much of a difference between, um, you know, the US dollar. The bigger difference now is, is that because crypto is new, people don't know about it. People still learning about it. That's why people are like, ah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're skeptical. They're a third. But hey, I saw a post saying, like, if you think about it, even the internet back in the, you know, 90s when the internet was coming out, people thought it was just going to be a fad. You know, no one took the internet seriously. Everyone thought it was just going to be passing. That it wasn't going to stay. Now look at us. Well, the whole world is oh, dependent on the internet. You know <laughs> oh, what I'm saying? Beast the internet runs, runs everything, you know? So just because it's new and you may not understand it doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't, you know, it's not, you know, valuable. It doesn't mean that it can, it can happen. You know, I'm sure people were clowning EVs when they first heard about it, but now look at electric vehicles in the next, you know, five, 10 years, electric vehicles are going to be running, you know, they're going to be running the automobile and everything else. So. Stop
1: selling vehicles with gas and that take gas and, uh, we talk about California, so
0: California, I want to say was it
1: 2030. And I heard another state too. I forgot where, but another state too.
0: Yeah, I think it's like California, like 2030 or 2035, they're gonna stop selling, you know, um gas vehicles. So oh things things are moving that way. So um you know if you if you want to invest um in in bitcoin or crypto you know not just i mean bitcoin is obviously 44k so if you don't have that type of money there's other cryptos you have ETH. um uh ethereum uh, ethereum yeah, ETH yeah ETH um you know that, that's another one you have litecoin um it's funny because uh Elon Musk is also hyping uh dog no, Don't coin.
1: say that don't don't say that Dogecoin I know you don't, don't like dogecoin we redacted redacted <laughs> we don't say that here
0: but no, it's actually pretty interesting because literally like I follow him on Twitter, like almost every day for the past week, he's been tweeting about like doggy coin. Like he did, he did like a poll. He was like, yo, like what's going to be like the currency of the future? It was like, you know, dollars or doggy coin, you know what I'm saying? And like 76% of people voted for doggy coin. That's going to be the currency of the future. And then they come out with the announcement that they just purchased, you know, um, you know, 1.5 billion worth about dollars worth of Bitcoin.
1: So what's your doggy coin at now, huh?
0: dollar coin yo i'm I'm up, a, I'm up a bit i'm up a bit when i purchased it i think it was at like four four cents five cents and now last mm-hmm. time i checked it was at like eight cents so at least it jumped up to eight cents after um after that bitcoin announcement it jumped up to like eight cents um a coin mm-hmm. where we at where we at right now but hey hey man was at seven it's at seven cents right now so hey who knows only, only time will tell, only time will tell. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a really big and interesting move for, for Tesla. So, um, we'll, we'll see, we'll see where, where they continue, where they continue to go.
1: Definitely. Um, once, once around back to the EV trip and I guess space too, um, same thing with, uh, Tesla and Apple needing companies to make the, th- the, um, the EV chips, the technology, um, You know, someone implement self driving. I think the same thing goes with space. So you gotta figure out like what what's gonna be needed to help push uh you know, space initiative and um whatnot. Um and also, um I think Ark Invest, I think it it's made public what they uh trade in or what they bought for the day. I'm pretty sure you just have to Google it somewhere and you can look it up, but you could definitely take a look at like um what they buy, uh, they buying patterns and how much of their portfolio it takes up. And then also, um, they recently started a space, uh, ARCX, like that's their space ETF. So they're like launching that up. So that's going to be made public soon. So it's interesting, For sure, Not that's, just, you know, that's one of the many companies you could look at, but it's a big yeah. game out there so. There's there's a lot of
0: ways to get involved, you know, and even like you said, like it, even if it's not directly through those companies themselves, like every company is going to need, you know, someone backing them. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about like Apple, right? Even Apple's looking to, you know, create self-driving cars, but Apple's working with like uh, I think Hyundai or something like that, yeah. um, Hyundai to like make cars, and they have like a bunch of other, you know, companies they're working to make their chips and making that technology. Like you said back um, with space travel, um, a lot of the material. For the future, a lot of material that's going to be used for space travel is going to be made by three D printing. You know, it's easier, it's cheaper. Um, so, if you may not be able to get into those, you know, space companies, or you know, might not get into those, you may be able to invest in some of those companies that um, specialize in three D printing. So, hey, man, do what you got to do. Do your research. There's a lot of money out there, and the future is going to be interesting for uh, definitely for for that segment. So. Um that covers Tesla. That covers Tesla purchasing Bitcoin. Um so that leads us to our next topic, um some, you know, stocks for the week, right? So last time we were here, we were talking about market inflation, um talking about GameStop where we sat. Yo, if you check today, GameStop closed at $50.03. I want to say last time when we recorded, I think it was at like 3.90. Last time we recorded. So, you know, exactly like what we were saying last episode with E-Man. Yo, whatever goes up must come down. Everyone was talking about hold, hold, to the moon, to the moon, hold, don't hold the line, right?
1: (laughs) Where is your God now?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where, Where are you now, yo? So it dropped down to fifty dollars. So I'm I'm going to you know assume that it's gonna continue dropping because you know again like
1: that's said. history though. I will say yo at the end of the day that is history. Sure. If you look at the chart, you're gonna see the forever spike up. That's <laughs> not going away. Yeah, so. for real,
0: man. So it's more likely than not going to hit back down to that $20 it was trading, you know, regularly. And then maybe even, you know, even below that. But like we said before, you know, that company's not worth anything. It's not worth anything. It wasn't a good buy, you know, all those Reddit traders, they hyped it up. You know, again, if you made your money, shout outs to you. If you made your money, shout out, like, you know, do your thing. We're actually about to have an episode with a tax, you know, professional on how to, you know, if you, if you made money on that stock, how to file your taxes for that. Well, I'll apply for next year. Right. For most likely. So how to file your taxes with that, because you are going to have to pay short term capital gains for that. But that's a whole other segment for, you know, regarding that. Maybe. But if you made your money, congrats, do your thing. But again, that company was not worth anything. And it's no surprise that it dropped down to 50 bucks. Um, but the Redditors, they were on something else earlier this week, uh, silver jumped up to like the highest prices in, I don't know if it was in history, or at least in a very long time. Silver did shoot up. Silver did shoot up. So, um, they, the, all those Reddit traders, they, they turned their eyes to silver. Um, so, you know, what's crazy is that, you know, whatever, whatever your opinions on about the Reddit traders, wall street bets, they do hold power to some extent. They've shown that they show that they do have influence and they do have power to influence and to change market prices. Um, However, you know, whatever they choose, like what they say with great power comes great responsibility, right? Oh, for real,
1: they- yo, with great power comes great. So, I mean, bro, please just don't mess it up for the rest of us. Like <laughs> my, my portfolio since that whole thing has gone back to normal and like, I'm just trying to, just trying to, you know, just trying to make my money, bro. <laughs> like, you know, like, Hopefully it's something in my portfolio. So I that, you know, like once again in my portfolio, but I mean, outside of, of that, like, all y'all gonna kill me, bro.
0: Yeah, for real. So, um, it, it jumped down, jumped back down to 50 bucks. Um, I'm not sure where AMC is at. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't looked, looked at, at AMC. It. Um, but you know, Again, those companies weren't really worth much. It was it was oh, fun.
1: And actually, um, I think two days after the incident, I think uh I think it was the same week we recorded, but two days after the so that Wednesday the uh, week of that whole AMC nonsense, short short sellers were down uh I think twenty billion. I said, and then as of like last, I want to say last week, um, short sellers were down like eight billion. So they made like eleven. The 12 billion back and that quickly you know so in reality you know they didn't they do this you know they're used to this high-risk game they're not like it's not nothing they're not like they're new at so yeah but i guess some people could say hey let the let the poor poor, the little guy uh make their cash off of it and then you know i just don't think that's you know how you know before I get back into it, I just don't think that the market should be lurking all the time, but nah. made history though. Respect though, I will say that.
0: No, nah, for real, they did. They they definitely made the ripple, they definitely made the impact. Um and I I don't think this is going to be the last time we see something like that. Nah. Um so I'm I'm interested in seeing, you know, what, what happens next. Um so we'll see. I saw something on Twitter. It was like if you're looking to invest, one advice is that if you hear everyone talking about it, it's too late. <laughs> so um definitely like if you're looking to invest obviously the most important thing like we we, we, exp- we stressed last episode um make sure you're doing your research don't be an unintelligent uninformed investor um that's the most important thing and then for those market hypes just make sure you're making smart moves if you're going to decide to put your money in it so
1: don't put in more than you like Especially for on Robinhood, bro, it looks like gambling. So it's, you're not at a machine, bro. This is like real, real money that you didn't. It's real life. Plan on uh, throwing away. For real, for real. So that
0: covers uh, stocks. All right. So um, for the last segment for today, more on the political route. This is something that happened uh, last week, um, which is quite interesting. Um, So again, this is not necessarily business related, but definitely a good conversation piece. Um, For those who may or may not have heard, um, freshman representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. She is a representative um, in the GOP. She was recently punished, uh, you can can say by democratic leaders um, and was kicked off um, her committees for remarks that she gave. Um, What were those remarks? Well, for the past couple of years, she's been known for tweeting and having these um, conspiracy theories, remarks regarding school shootings, 9-11, associating with um, the online group uh, QAnon. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Um, What else? She was... Yeah, conspiracy theories about 9-11, 2008, uh, mass school shooting at uh, Majority Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Um, so she's she's been known for saying some pretty wild, pretty wild stuff. Um, and more recently, uh, she was kicked off of her committee for those remarks. This spurred some debate within, you know, Congress within the news um, about free speech. Um, is it being, is free speech being attacked? Um, is free speech being, you know, is, is because those remarks were outlandish, conspiracy theories, are those justified? Um, it's an interesting conversation. So. Uh, eat them first. I, I want to hear. I want
1: to hear your piece on, on that. On uh, just getting kicked out. I mean, I mean, like you've been saying, we kind of knew this would be like a thing ever since, um, Twitter and all these other companies started banning Donald Trump off their platforms. Um, so I'm still not as surprised. And it uh, per se, because we do, I mean, we publicly do this to celebrities all the time, you know, whenever um, someone makes it big or whatever, we dig up some, some uh, Facebook post or tweet from, you know, four or five years ago. And they're like, i oh, look at their past. It's on third, even to, um you know, black bodies or, you know, for black men who get shot or killed. Um that's the first thing people do, right? So to, to see it start starting to be applied politically, like, um, I guess more, I don't even know how it came out, but just seeing it up, up applied politically is just a new, um, it's just new, you know, at this at this stage, I should say, like, politi- politically, at this stage is just a new thing we're probably going to need to get used to, especially after everybody put on, everybody started protesting and all that social justice stuff went on this summer. So I think this is just an unintended consequence of the whole thing.
0: Definitely. So I did read some articles um, saying that this, she, she won't be the first person to be kicked off of a committee um, for her language or for past remarks or comments. Um, but it does spur that conversation. You know, what I was saying is that I'm not, excusing i would never excuse someone for you know conspiracy theories about 9 11 school shootings um i believe she's um you know had some uh violent remarks against members in the democratic party yeah so it's not that i'm excusing her um and i do think when you're in a certain position you do have certain responsibilities where like you have to act professional you know what i'm saying um but more, my take is more on just the idea of free speech is that I think it's an interesting debate, especially now, because like you said, like, you know, if, if you could just dig up someone's passion marks and um, have them, you know, punished today for things they've said in the past, you know, who's, who's in charge of dictating what is allowed and not allowed to be said, you know what I'm saying? Like right now, right now it's, when the remarks are quote, unquote, seen as bad, like when, when it's like the good guy versus the bad guy conversation, right? It's like, oh, they said bad remarks, kick them off, right? And maybe you can call it the progressives, you can say the general public deems it as like, you know, we're, we're shaming them as bad. But what happens when like, you know, the quote, unquote, good guy says something controversial? You know, what happens when, you know, you start having, you know, iffy and tough conversations and people don't like the way that, you know, people don't like what you said or what you brought up, you know?
1: Well, I think personally, um, it is unfair, um, to punish someone now because for the most part, I feel, um, you're like what you were saying back then for the most part, not in every subject matter, but, um, most of what you said back then kind of reflects like at the time, like how you felt, but that's just in the case of like, not the crazy stuff she was, you know, um, yeah, reposting yeah. and all that, but just like in a general, general, um, like the general, general sense that, you know, most of whatever you tweeted, probably back in, you know, 2014, 20, 2010 is probably not something you'd be proud of right now, you know? So, um, I think you should give people that grace, but on her, in her case, um, yeah, I kind of think, you know, you, you had this coming, uh, especially with your history, um, and your plat, the platform you were holding and your party. Um, I don't know why it took so long for them to finally do something. And even on her end, why she's all of a sudden, quote unquote, um, remorseful, even though I heard some of the stuff she was saying, just sounded like BS, but, yeah, now um, all of a sudden she wants to start giving apologies for. Yeah, so it just sounds like you know BS and stuff, and she's, uh, in her case, you know, I, if you can see, you know, she's clearly not remorseful, but um, I think uh, you definitely need to hold people like that to a higher standard, especially if her party ran under the whole um pretense or guys or whatever you want to call it of being very diverse and and trying to include everybody you know so you kind of you can't it's not a good look you know they have to get rid of you you know cut you out so yeah
0: you're not a good example not a good example and especially like you said like when you're when you're in that standard you're representing you're representing people you're in our federal government you definitely need to be careful what you say because you never know who you can inspire or incite right right yep you know in in a positive or you know uh negative way um so definitely like i said i'm not i'm definitely not in you know defending her or anything but just the idea of free speech um it is it is an interesting topic because you know people argue free speech but at the same time like we've always been limited of what we can say to an extent like right, right? That's why you can't scream fire you know in a movie theater and you can't scream fire you know at an airport and things like that so um, the idea of free speech is definitely interesting, especially you know the age of social media and what they can dig up in your past. So yep. we'll continue that conversation. And uh, that leads to our final topic for today. So as of today of uh, recording February 9th, um, the impeachment of former President Donald Trump has begun. Um, so today today's impeachment was mainly, well, today's trial uh, was mainly, to decide whether or not um, they should go forward with the impeachment trial, right? So Trump and his uh, and his lawyers, they were trying to defend the fact that because Trump is no longer president, is it constitutional or is it a right uh, to continue yeah. with this um, with this uh, impeachment? Um, and the Senate had to take a vote on whether or not they were going to continue. Um, so the Senate did vote. So all Democrats voted, and about nine republicans uh sided with those democrats making a majority of yes um to continue with the impeachment um there wasn't really much of a debate there like yeah um, and it's no surprise that a lot of the republicans who were defending Donald trump are or some of the key Republicans, rather, that defended Donald Trump are Republicans who are planning to run in 2024, such as uh, Ted Cruz, and I forgot the other names, but Ted Cruz is one of the main people who's been defending Donald Trump, but obviously he has, you know, political incentives over there. So um, impeachment uh, trials will begin or continue tomorrow, uh, February 10th. Um, So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. You know, one thing i did see is that um you know one reason they they the democrats voted uh to continue with this trial is again to show that you have to set an example for future presidents that you can't get away with this and expect- run around and yeah you can't you know start inciting violence and expect to get away with it um so We'll see again. We'll see where it goes, um, because, you know, the w- what will actually convict them is trying to prove. Did he incite that? Right. It's easy to say yes, but I guess it's going to be hard to show proof. Like, What exact proof do you have to show that the president incited or encouraged that? Right. Um, they're going back to some of those tweets and some of the speeches that he made the day of um, yeah,
1: the, on everything at this point say it again. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to make a case out of it, you have to break down, you know, probably most of what he said in the last year, especially, you know, tweets, all the stuff. You got to, I mean, who knows? So I heard QAnon is like, yeah, they're saying Trump um, planned it or something, but I, I mean, who knows, like, at this point. So.
0: Exactly. So that's going to be what, you know, what, what, where that decision is, like what evidence or what proof can they give, proof can they give that Donald Trump was behind or, you know, directly, you know, inside of them. So um, we'll see, we'll see what, what um, evidence is presented um, and see if he gets convicted. So hopefully by next, next week's episode, we'll have some more updates on that. So on that note, that, covers this week's meal of the week. Do you have anything to add?
1: No, I'm, I'm good.
0: All right. So that is this week's meal of the week. So again, on that note, make sure you're following us on all platforms. Instagram, everybodyeats.pod, Twitter, E-B-E-Pod. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to click that subscribe button. Thank you for all our supporters, all our listeners, viewers, all around the world. Thank you. We love you guys' for the support.